Hello, monsters. My name is Jane Judge. Welcome to Monsters University, a homebrew tabletop role-playing game hosted live at twitch.tv slash janejudge. Enjoy this silly role-playing game with me and my friends. Welcome, monsters. Ooh, we're a little wiggly. <laughs> While we get in all the role Places. Let's say hello to everybody with a good evil laugh. Okay, friends. So I'm Jane Judge, and I'll be your dungeon master for tonight. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's do Violet October next. I'm Violet, and I am playing Lily the Succubus. Awesome. Cassie. Hi, I'm Cassie Cummings, and I'm going to play Kimmy Puddinpop, the friendliest Jello Jiggler, aka uh, Gelatinous Cube. Awesome. Div. Hi, I'm Girlbot Div, and I'm playing Bender the Zombie. And Dom. I'm Dominique Delirium, and I'm playing Evelyn the Werewolf. And Ricky. Hey, I'm Ricky XX Rails, and I'm playing Chasworth, and uh, dead. Playing Chasworth and handling our tech. We appreciate you. Okay, so, monsters. Um, this is a little homebrew tabletop role-playing game. Hopefully you have watched the rest of the series. If you're just joining us for tonight, then welcome. It's going to be silly, it's going to be weird, and it's going to have some questionable content. So if you are under the age of 18, get the hell out. <laughs> okay, so last episode, we went underneath the residence halls. We've been down there twice, and we've been behind a few spooky doors. There's a maze, a hallway, with hundreds and hundreds of doors that seem impossible, opening into impossible places. But the one that we are exploring right now is the impossible place behind the graveyard door. Now, marked on the front of this door was a tombstone with a little zombie hand coming out of it. And we walked in <clears throat> into a little um, stone dungeon. And we moved through a little fleshy flap into an alternate reality of Las Vegas, but made of flesh. <laughs> and as we explored this place, uh, we moved towards the Luxor which was beaming a strong beam of energy up into the sky, uh, possibly connecting to another plane. We don't know. Um, but this fleshy Luxor with a giant eye on the front of it um, has uh, some sort of important connection to this universe. So that's where we've ended up. The Luxor is full of ghosts and ghouls and constructs all um, in the area, uh, but we haven't seen any humans. However, the monsters are tracking Hasno, who is a little water nymph from Monsters University, who seems to have some sort of connection to this place. Now, when you went inside the Luxor, you took the elevator in the back up to the brain room, and you found the, the powerhouse of this flesh world. Uh, it's massive brains in vats. Bender has sampled them, and you found some contracts between Headmistress Taliba and this strange flesh entity that seems to control this alternate reality. And then you hopped in the elevator and headed down. And that's where we are right now, monsters. Zooming back in as we're all in our correct places. 
So you're in the elevator. It's moving down. You feel a little shudder in the fleshy walls every once in a while. And you move down further, further down the shaft. And the elevator hits the bottom with a weird squelch. The elevator doors open up. You see a room, barren. Looks to be made of, not flesh this time, rock, steel. And inside, there is a giant flesh construct. Bigger than anything you've seen in this place. It fills a corner of this room with its like hulking mass. And it sits on a little throne. And in the corner opposite it, you can see a big plate that looks like uh, with some weight on it, it would be pressed down. And in between these two, you see the door. And the little wet footprints lead right up to the creature and through the door. So you can see Hasno has passed through here. You know, you can always tell proper craftsmanship with a good squelch. Metal and hard objects make that clink, scrape, uh, squelches. That's how you know things working right. Okay, friends, we're having a small technical difficulty with Violet. Hopefully she'll be able to join us again. But we're going to keep rolling for now. Sorry, Kimmy. The squelch. <laughs> the squelch. It has no went that way. Really easy to follow his trail. Um, but I don't want to talk to that thing. Is the thing looking like aggressive? Or... It has sort of acknowledged your entry into the room, and it's looking at you a little bit expectantly. And as you are looking at it, you see the chair that it's sitting on. It has, uh, it's like on a little pedestal, and the pedestal has like engravings all the way around it. Well, I've never tried this. Even... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. It's <laughs> no, 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 a terrible plan. You go first. <laughs> I just want to know if anyone can read the engravings. Are they like symbols that we can read? They look to be like pictographs. You can't really tell what they're um, they're up from this side of the room. You would have to sort of leave the elevator and go in. Okay. But uh, in this whole dungeon, you've seen lots of like pictographic murals uh, carved into stone, like a bas-relief. Are these pictographs in any like specific order or like, because looking around Headmistress Mistress Philippa's office, like there was a lot of like hieroglyphs and stuff. Like, is this a similar vein? Like, do we maybe recognize phrases? I don't know if these are necessarily hieroglyph style pictographs. It's more of like, um, almost like a little like stick figure play. Each one is like a little one act play. Um, and if you get a little closer, you can see what they're about. Okay, well, my shitty plan was to uh, <laughs> like take an approximation of, of uh, Hanzo, right, Hanzo? Hasno, yeah. Hasno, Hasno, and just be a little green Hasno, and just be like, hey, I came through here earlier, but I forgot something, and I need to go back through the door. <laughs> I love this work. plan. Let's try it. I don't know that that's going to work, because I'm just going to look like a sh shitty green Hasno. <laughs> well, we have to think of some reason why you're green. Um... Hasno covered in goo. 
Oh, so gooey right now. Uh, yeah, maybe we should take a look at these pictures first, though. The construct eyes you all standing in the elevator. He stands up out of his chair. It looks like wildly uncomfortable. It's like sort of a hunchback situation. He does not fit in the confines of this room. He just looks at you. Can we, like, sense motive to see if it's horny or angry with, like, a flirt check? Absolutely. Give me a flirt check. What what flavor of feelings are they, are they having? Okay. You see the eyeballs kind of move through the party, and they stop at you, Bender. They give you a little up-down. Mm, interesting. <laughs> they also move towards Chasworth. Give him two up-downs, and they move back to you, Bender. Can I, like, do, like, a little wiggle and see how it responds? Okay. What kind of wiggle is this? Like, A, you like what you see? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He looks you up and down again, and he says, I have a job to do. I think this thing wants to bone the dead. Makes sense. Flesh on flesh. Yeah, I'm all out of flesh. Um, maybe, maybe y'all can like distract them, and we'll uh, look at the pictographs and sneak on through. Maybe. Yeah, can I pretend that I'm like going out the other door and like distract it? Yeah, um, the other door in the front. Like this is sort of almost a hallway, but it's like a square hallway, right? And he's in one area. Um, the the big pressure plate is on the other side. Um, and you can see the pictographs are all around his little platform. So you're going to try and move towards the, the door on the other side. Yeah, to move him away from the pictograph. Okay. He's standing on his platform and his eyes follow you the whole way as you walk towards the door. Okay, now's our chance. Act natural. Just going to like start wiggling again and like keep his eyes on me. He is looking. Uh, lasciviously, I would say. Alright, I'll, uh, I'll lead, I'll lead the rest of the group towards the pictograph. Okay, you come up and you look, and these pictographs depict, like, uh, intense emotional scenes, like, a backstabbing, someone being left at the altar, a betrayal by someone's friend. There's, like, a, um, demolishing of an entire store of food. You see the devastated people. It seems like each image is uh, an intense, dramatic moment in humanity's history, in personal histories. You mentioned these were like stick figures. Is there like no more detail? Like, do these stick figures look like the same people, or is they there one like, recurring character? They look like different people. They're all different characters. And some of the stories seem important, like stories of kings and monarchs. And some of them seem really unimportant, like about farm people. The one connecting thread that you can find between them all is that these moments are of intensity, of like some sort of emotion is being evoked by all of the figures in the story.
I mean, that checks out. <laughs> Knowing this world, of course that makes sense. As you walk sort of behind his stone chair, you see a few small tools behind it. Looks as though the artist of these things might be the construct himself. Uh, I'm going to hold the tools up in a few globby hands and make another globby hand and point to the tools and then also point at the construct. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully Bender gets what I'm trying to say. <laughs> The construct has sort of turned angled so that it can keep staring at you, Bender. It's like too tall neck sort of crickled by the, the short roof. Should I knock it out? <laughs> he hears this. He says, no. <laughs> you know you don't want me to, like, knock out your boner? Like, ba-bam-bam! Bam. <laughs> you want give you a, like, to go ah. in? Yes? You want to lead me there? You must give something to me to enter. It's my job, after all. Oh, I'll give it to you. Yes. Yes. What I need. Move me. Tell me stories. Give me passion, tragedy, emotion. You can I, see as he talks about all of those feelings, he like points at one of the drawings down below. I, I stopped oh. miming sex with the tools. <laughs> I mean, if, if death turns you on, I could tell you about the time my parents killed me. Let's go. He sits down cross-legged on this little platform eager to hear your story. I'm just gonna, like, tell, yeah, my backstory to it. Okay, let's hear it. What are you given? Uh, well, you see, I was bit by a zombie, so everyone was like, ah, oh, she's totally gonna die and she's gonna kill us all, it's so terrifying! Um, and I was sick in my bed, rotting away, uh, and then my parents just smothered me to death, yeah. Um, I'm a zombie now. He and seems now I kill things. He's riveted. Yes. You kill things. Oh, so many. I just ate some brains up there. Am I allowed to eat brains up there? I did and they were delicious. You have tasted our progenitor. That sounds bad. I must draw it. And he like grabs his charcoal and like moves to the, the next open frame. You can see there's like one that's available and he starts drawing you with your hand dipped into a little vat. You may enter, I'm busy. Hey. Kimmy, Chasworth, anybody else who was over by the pictographs, maybe Evelyn, give me a flight roll as you're walking. In 18, Chasworth, you see in one of the pictographs, is that Headmistress Talipa? 
Cassie, you see one that's got a dick out. You're fascinated. <laughs> Jimmy, excuse me. Also, Cassie. This stick figure's got a dick. I don't know if that's like, like impressive, because like if you take the limbs and you condense them down to a stick, but the dick is still visible. Think about that. That's, that's nice, but I think that's Mistress Taliba in one of these ones. I'm going to look closer at it. Wait, does Headmistress Taliba have a dick? <laughs> it does look like Headmistress Taliba. No dick. Visible. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, but you can see the little mummy wrappings sort of falling off the sides of her arms. It's pretty clearly at least a mummy, if not Headmistress Taliba. She's holding a book to her chest, and it says, Dead on it the book and then you can see a witch behind her sort of like uh spooky hands reaching for her i know who that is that's that's il ilmenia ilmenia yagar yeah lore look at that <laughs> oh, that's the that's the book of the dead The construct looks over at you, admiring his work, and he says, Yes. Many tell me stories to enter. Who told you this one? He points at the mummy. Uh, you, you've met Nima Taliba? Yes. Then he comes through here. Powerful teachers, little watermen. Do they all tell you stories? He points at one sort of near Mistress Taliba's. And you see there's like, you almost didn't recognize it as a person at first. It's more just like a big drop of water animated. And you can see he's looking really sad, lonely sort of uh, a vast area with like lots of people with no faces around. There's like an intense feeling of desire, loneliness on the water drop space. Do I get the sense of that, that the water drop is the oil slick that I laid clean. No, you think it's probably okay. an artistic rendering. Of <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, that would damn. be fun. No, okay. This has not been here. Wait. So <laughs> that's why that's written down. Okay. Um, okay. So even has no got rubbed out on this thing. Wait. I would. Has no being lonely make the cut? The stories, not for me to tell. The emotions I put on my wall. What's the emotion of this one? I say, pointing to uh, Talibus. <clears throat> Jealousy. Protectiveness. The power of knowledge.
Um, so with regards to uh, entry and drawings, uh, you're gonna have to add all of them to the drawing because they were totally there when I ate the brains. Some of them ate brains too. So everybody <sighs> is getting in and needs a little drawing. Yes. He draws a little cube and then somebody with very tall legs. He's got like um, uh, a regular sort of human, I guess for Evelyn in this moment, you are human mode, yes? <laughs> yeah. Lily, are you here? Yes, maybe. He puts little cute horns on you. Wow, you really got my angles right. 90 degree and everything. Smooth, yet sharp. Construct has sort of forgotten that you're all here. It's like uh, starting to get the chisel out and uh, carve out the sort of basic figures. This is going to check out the rest of the rooms down here. Let's, yeah, let's go. Let's see what's behind this door. Now I'm like really invested. Okay, you move to the door and you see before you another giant square hallway basement. But this time there's no door on the other side. This one is vaster. You can hardly see the edges in the corners. Um, but you can see Hasno. He's got a wheelbarrow full of salt with some like, pink little uh, crystals in it. And he's rolling it along the floor. You can see in this vast room, there is hardly a square foot of space that is not covered in uh, concentric circles or a sigil or chalk on the ground. It looks like the source of a summoning and a summoning so powerful that Hasno has 10, maybe 15 circles holding it in. It doesn't look like he's noticed you. Anyone, anyone good with circles? I'm more of a square person. Does anyone know anything about magic? Yeah, would any of you have taken a class in maybe occultism or summoning or any sort of like eldritch lore that your character might know? Protection from dark arts or something? Anyone taking those? Oh, yeah, dark arts and crafts. Dark arts and crafts, obviously. <laughs> Anybody who wants to make a roll can roll a flight or a flirt with me. You know, summoning's horny sometimes. Been there, I'll give you a flirt. Okay, Chaz, Evelyn, um, even uh, Kimmy, you remember a little bit from your classes. These circles are of protection to hold something in. These are not circles that you summon a being into. These are circles that hold something when it has already been created. Um, you see the particular sideways, upside down E sigil over here that means um, extreme power within. You look up and you see in addition to all of the stuff on the ground, there's like pillars at um, kind of irregular areas in this like weird square room. 
Um, and all of the pillars have taped on them also, little pieces of protection paper with like um, sigils and little like houses drawn on them. Um, and you can see that there has been like every effort in this space to keep something contained. And all of you sort of notice at the same time, in the middle of the room, there's this like elaborate drawing. At first you thought it was a part of the sigils, part of all of this salt on the ground, but it looks like a drawing of a big mouth, almost 3D, like the chalk is really um, elaborate over in this area. Kind of teeth in the mouth. It's like circular, almost like a like an eel or a leech, like rows and rows of them. Okay, totally normal mouth. Totally normal. Oh yeah. Okay. I I say I say we talk. Dr. Hasno. He's got a little shovel. He's like putting some salt back in, fixing one of the sigils. He looks like he's trying to like, you know, stop something, right? I mean, maybe we should help him. Maybe you can hear him out. But maybe we should, I don't know, grab him and make sure he can't run away. I can jump him. Yeah. And I'll bounce him. <laughs> okay, so y'all move in a little closer to Hasno as he is um, sort of shoveling out salt. Come a little closer and you see like the pink crystals or something he's shoveling back into the wheelbarrow. So salt out, pink stuff going in. You look, maybe it's a little closer to red. Yeah, so this is where Himalayan salt comes from. Gross. I, ne I, ne <laughs> I never knew. I never knew. Uh, okay. He has Everyone no. Everyone who is sneaking up, let's give me a fight or flight roll. Oh, we're fighting. So I was going to get him to turn around and stick his head in my cube. Okay. So Hasno sees you first, Evelyn. And he turns to you and he's like, oh, uh, oh, Evelyn, um, what are you do? What are you doing down here? I just, I, how did you, how did you get, how did you get past that? Oh. Oh, okay. He like sees all of you and sort of freezes. We're not doing anything weird. We're totally not trying to sneak up on you or anything. Yeah. Um, so silly. Okay. What are you, what are you doing here, though? Well, it looks like you could use a hand. What you up to? Maybe we could uh, help you out. He looks really, really nervous. Like you have caught him doing something he is not supposed to be doing. Um, well, I just, um, you know, I, I'm technically not supposed to be in here anyway. Maybe we should just go. Um, I mean, you all haven't really looked around here, here, have you? Who is supposed to be in here? What's, uh, what's going on? Oh, um, no, nothing. <laughs> Nothing's happening here. Don't, don't worry about it. It's just, you know, school business. So you wouldn't mind if we maybe swept up all this uh, sand and dust over here? Hopefully. Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Oh. What is it? <sighs> well, because you're already here. You probably know some of it. Oh god, I'm going to get in so much trouble. You have to promise me you won't tell the professors, though, okay? We would never tell anyone. 
Okay, okay. So, that's an evil flesh entity. You know that, right? I mean, define evil. Well, I mean, it eats souls and spits out undead ones. and uh, So, yeah, that that's evil, I guess. I don't know. Got a couple undead around here. Pretty nice. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess... Wait, so are you trying to stop there from being more undead? No, 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 no. Uh, how much do you know? Oh, we know everything. You should just... Yeah, you should just start from the beginning so we're on the same page. Of course. So you know Talipa made a deal with it, right? Right, from the drawings. Right, and the, the thing, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's a very powerful creature with a lot of things to offer and it's really helping the school so I thought you know maybe it's okay and I mistress Taliba made a deal with it so she could research it and you know lots of us here at the school are researching it you know I'm helping Professor Gruntildo with hers um and yeah that was Chaz how, how old are you? Twenty-six. Well, um, you know, Dr. Finkelmeyer came down and did some research about 27, 28 years ago now. And Bender, how, how long have you been here? I mean, at, at Monsters University? Oh, I just showed up. Uh, a couple years? Yeah. How, how did you turn? I mean, if you don't mind me asking, I mean, we're kind of in a situation where, you know, um, I'm, how, how did you turn into a zombie? I have no idea. Oh, well, <laughs> now you do. He sort of, like, points around. Are you saying this is the source of the reanimation and zombies of Monsters here? <laughs> yes. I mean, Professor Taliba figured she was getting a lot out of the deal, and it wouldn't hurt to pad Monsters University student numbers, you know, we get more funding from the Lords from Hell and everything. You know, no harm, no foul, and you like it, right, Bender? Right, Chaz? Hell yeah. And we got more funding, those new volleyball courts are slashing. Oh, thank God. Okay, okay. So you're not Wait. gonna kill me. So you're saying it has nothing to do with any of the bite things? I can bite whoever I want any time. Oh, well, There's nothing stopping me? I mean, you'd have to get tested and see if you have the infection. Oh, you can spread this? I mean, some zombies can, some zombies can't. The rules for the undead are, are really wiggly. Haven't you read on Death 101? Everyone on campus has read it. I don't even know how long I've been here. Yeah. Well, maybe you could ask me your questions and I can t tell you. I mean, I have been doing research on it, so I do know a lot more than most people. And, you know, I've been also studying these ancient dead languages. And, oh, I see you have the contract that Taliba signed. I, I could probably read it. You know, I I'm an expert in languages. <laughs> he looks really nervous when he says that. So are you, like, just turning humans or...? Students? Um, 
Well, I, I of course, just maintain these circles. Not nothing else. Um, you know, it's just uh, salt maintenance. What do the circles do, Asno? Mm, maybe we should talk about this upstairs. What do you think? Let's go up in the elevator. Let's just get out of here. It's kind of stuffy, don't you think? Why? Can anyone hear us down here? Um, well, it is right there. I don't know what it can hear, but I mean, it can hear everything that happens here. This is its plane. Well, but if it's part of the deal that Headmistress Taliba made, then, I mean, it knows all this stuff already. Yes, I mean, it knows everything. Um, uh, yes, let's talk about Headmistress Taliba's deal, yes. Um, did you have any more questions about that? I mean, we'd love to hear your interpretation of it. Um, oh, yeah. Well, y you know, Professor Tulip is obsessed with living forever, right? Obviously, that's kind of her thing. Mm -hmm. Well, she thought she could get some answers from a creature that really does live forever. And I guess she did. I don't know. Her, her raps have been looking better since. Can you turn anyone with this thing? Oh, it doesn't work like that. See, you see, we put humans in here. I mean, um, sometimes, you know, it, it eats a human or um, something like that, but that's kind of different. It's not like an automatic turner that's just feeding something to the monster. But when, when it wants to turn something, it has to generate energy. And, oh, you probably saw one upstairs. Every, you know, few minutes, it kind of like, whoop, and one of them shoots up into our plane. We did see that, yeah. So are, there any, are there any undead slimes? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you could ask it, but I wouldn't recommend talking to it. It's very convincing. I can be pretty flexible. Oh, uh, Kimmy, it'll tell you what you want, and it'll try and give it to you. Don't... Don't talk to it. What's wrong with that? That sounds really great, actually. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I refused, of course. He looks super fucking nervous. Why would you refuse that? Well, it's not It's not free. There's a price. What'd you like ask for? Oh, I, I didn't ask for anything. It's, uh, I, I'm just helping... Professor Taliba, of course, with her deal. So let's go upstairs, everybody. What Evelyn, do you think? Evelyn had a really good question. What was the price for what you were asking or would have wanted to ask for? The price was service. Service? Like, like at Camilla's place? No, no, no. Uh, sort of what I'm doing today. You know, I, I was already helping Professor Taliba's, but I'm doing it now. I brought in another human. I, I don't know how to negotiate. I'm such a pushover. It just told me and I agreed because, I mean, I, I, you can't tell anyone that I made a separate deal with it. It's just a human. Who are we going to tell? It even cares. 
part of the deal that I want to keep secret. Well, we all saw your pictogram. Yeah. I, I asked him not to put her in it because I know she'll see it. How would we go about talking to this thing? Well, there's its mouth. That that thing is its actual mouth? Yeah. <laughs> uh, can, can we talk telepathically or do we have to see that thing move? Oh, it moves. But wait, I'm not finished with the salt yet. Here. Help me. Close that part of the circle over there. And this part that I got wet over here, it needs to be fixed. I'll let you all handle this part. I <laughs> I can be a little bit absorbent in it's these really kinds of hard. situations. It takes me so much time to make sure I didn't get water all over it. I don't know, Kimmy. I'm surprised you're not wearing like any sort of like rubber gloves or something. Uh, you know, I tried, but it's so suffocating. Yeah, <laughs> really. I hate, I hate being bottled up like that. Okay, so you all spend maybe 10-15 minutes with Hasno trying to shore up all of these curves in the, the summoning circles, everything to keep this uh, magical creature on lockdown. Uh, do you have any other questions you want to ask Hasno about stuff? This would be your moment. Yes, I want to know what kind of things we can ask of this giant mouth. He looks at you kind of sadly. He says, you can ask it for anything. And it can only give what it has. Does the mouth So could I ask mouth? for like... Wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry, continue. So can I ask for like infinite pizza? Like an infinite pizza slice or something? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it could give that to you. I don't know. But is that your deepest desire? You see, it it sees everything, and you're in it. It knows what you want, and it's going to offer it to you. So be prepared to say no. I see your weird, dirty chats. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hasno kind of sits down. He's finished with the creation of the, the rest of the circle. Look, I just wish I had never asked it anything at all. I just wish I could be set free. This doesn't seem so bad. You just, you know, you're like salt gardening. Yeah. Down here every other week. It's too much. It does... I think you're thinking of it in the wrong way. You got it like a zen garden, you know, of sand. <laughs> thank, thank you, Evelyn. <laughs> Although, I mean, for water, like that seems like an odd person for the task. Yeah, I mean... This isn't really the part that I mind so much. It's just that... Oh, fine. I'll tell you what I asked. I, I can't keep this secret anymore. 
I asked it to make me someone that Gruntilda cared about. I asked it to bring me closer to her and make me a person she relied on and cared about. And uh, it did. <laughs> it did. That's... But that's not what I wanted. I wanted to be her person. And now, I don't know, I'm less like a person and more like a piece of tool. Did you ever tell her that that's how you felt? Of course I didn't tell her. Have you seen her? She's incredible. She'd never even look at a little piece of water like me. Ah, but you know you're valuable to her. Yes. You got an in? Only because of what it gave to me. What'd you get? I can read anything. That's it. That's what it gave me. It gave me the ability to read anything. And now I have to sit in Gruntilda's office and read everything in every language. And I'm sick of it. I don't want to be a translator anymore. I want Gruntilda to care about me for real. And not just what I can do. But you didn't tell her how you felt. How could I? Pender, you've seen her. She's incredible. And if I you just can can't read handle it. She rejects me. You're incredible as well. And also, look at you. You look cool yeah. as fuck. And you got a cool ass job. Oh, Bender, you're really crazy. He like shoots a little water jet out of his shoulder at you. Yeah, all right. But what if I tell her and she hates me? And then I lose my job. You'll never know unless you try. And even then, you know, that would just mean that Grinfield is the wrong person for you. Oh, that's not true. Well, I mean, it might be. No, I mean, she's perfect. I've decided it, so she is. My mistake. He gets like maybe a little creepy look in his eyes. <laughs> Boo! Okay, well, it's safe if, if you want to talk to it now. Real, real quick, Hasno, how did you end up with this job in the first place? How did you come down here the first time? Oh, uh, well, I've been Gruntilda's assistant forever. I couldn't always read everything, but, you know, now I'm a very useful assistant. So, okay. of course, you know, the headmistress also sometimes has me do tasks that she doesn't want to do, and this would probably fall under that category, so here I am, eternally moving the salt around. Okay, well, uh, let's get the other side of the story. What do y'all say? Oh, wait, before we start talking, should we do like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Can it read us, though? 
It doesn't oh, have eyes. It's just a mouth. Thunder yeah, but isn't it like a fight? Us? What'd you say, Evelyn? It's surrounding you. Wait, yeah, it's, a, it's around it's us? us? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's supposed to be this whole thing, right? Yeah. I thought I was in like a safe zone. No, this whole this whole plane is made out of the flesh of this creature. Oh, yeah, we've uh, been like oh. wandering around inside it. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy bursts like a gusher. <laughs> so Wait. you walk a little closer to the giant maw in the middle, just to peek at it. You can see it, it looks like almost chalk drawing on the ground, but when you come closer, you see that it's like 3D, but it looks 2D. It looks not of this world. It looks wrong. Something is not right. Does that mean the eye on the outside of the flesh looks hard? <laughs> is its eye? Oh, Lily can't see us at all. That's on the outside. We're fine. All right, so for this, I'm going to be Lieutenant Putty, and I'll be the good cop. You start shooting, I'm also going to start shooting. You move a little closer. Bender, can you give me another fight roll? I'm starting to feel a little strange. Okay, you're all right. Wait, Bender! There should be like a safety device or like a like a phrase or something. Something, you know, that we can like fish it back out. Ooh, ooh, I have a better idea. And I'll like squirt out some some goo and like make a little slime rope to wrap around Bender's waist. Okay, you're oh, good. Yeah. Just, you know, tug and say banana peel and I'll clean you back out. I have a random question. If I use my love bite on like the walls or something, will this creature fall in love with me? Interesting. Right. Can you read us your love bite ability? Um, yeah, let me find it. Seduce the pyramid! <laughs> um... I don't think we've seen this yet from Evelyn. I know, I thought it was a bite, but now it says animal magnetism, you're irresistible to human and monster alike, dripping with sexual potency, even those who may not otherwise show interest are swayed by your feral charm for five minutes. You can have anyone you want eating out of the palm of your hand. I thought I had to I bite them. A, I think a bite is a great application. Um, I left it a little bit vague because we hadn't quite used it yet. But uh, if you want to bite the wall and try and get it to fall in love with you, I would love to see you roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to transform into my werewolf self and then try to bite the wall. So do you want like a flirt roll? Let's do a flirt roll for this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> a 26. Okay. <laughs> so, Evelyn, um, you are sort of looking like a regular human and uh, unsuspecting, suddenly you transform. You grow taller, you grow wider, your uh, body grows hair in places it didn't have it before, and your face becomes like elongated, and your sharp teeth 
gleam as you like open your mouth wide and take a big old bite out of the wall. Um, what do you do? Are you sort of like staying um, connected to it? Do you bite and then sort of like seduce it? Um, I want to bite it and then like seductively like crawl on all floors to the maw and see if it says anything to me. Okay. This like spinning maw of death kicks into action. It starts churning and you can feel its attention like moving towards you. It almost like looks like it pops out of the 3D chalk and like um, you can see it start to salivate and like walls on the floor start to pulse. You feel like uh, an energy moving towards the maw, connecting you to it. Uh, I take a paw and kind of like stroke the side of the maw and I'm like, hello. You feel it tense under your touch and then relax into it. And you feel sort of in your bones more than here, like a, a pulsing churn and it says, hello. All of you hear this, by the way, the whole room shakes with the word. You see Hasno sort of like put his fingers in his ears. Um, I stroke it with the side with my paw again, and then I say, how are you doing? <laughs> it like shudders under your stroke again, and the pulses become faster, and they're sort of constricting you all closer to this mouth, moving you in through a circle. You all carefully step over the edge of one circle, but it's still safely within. You have four more circles between you and the maw. And you hear the word hungry. Um, okay. So in like a lover's whisper, I say, what are you hungry for? You. <laughs> like like me like to eat or me for other things um okay then i ask i'm like what is your greatest desire interesting one okay okay okay, okay. i want i want to i want to sneak a little uh slime rope to Evelyn too <laughs> good call this is I this is getting a little spicy <laughs> on hands and knees like reaching closer to the teeth you have two circles between you and it now. And um, the creature sort of like pulses and it says, feed, feed on all. Um, how many minutes has this been? How many minutes do I have left? It's probably been about a minute or two. You're about halfway. Um, pulses okay. faster now. Can I touch one of the teeth? You can. Go ahead and give me a fight roll as you reach out and try and touch one of the spinning teeth. You can see it's got like an outer circle of teeth that sort of splay out and then inside all the way down rings, wings of teeth. 
Okay, I don't want to just touch the teeth. I want to, like, lick the teeth, but I'll still do, like, it was a fight roll, right? It is a fight roll to touch these teeth, Evelyn. <laughs> just stroke them a little bit, you know? Just, like... Oh, no. <laughs> okay, a 16. You manage to grab onto one of them for a second, and uh, you hold on for a second and pull closer, but you don't quite get it in your mouth, and it drags you along. Uh, I'm going to ask you to roll me a flight, like a dexterity roll, to see if you can avoid smearing any of these circles as it, like, pulls you along in its motion. Okay. No! Oh, no! (laughs) Okay, as it drags you along, the first circle of the 15 big concentric circles smeared. And you see the mouth, um, the sort of outside teeth, uh, pull out and, like, grapple onto the side walls, and it seems to be, like, pulling its own mouth bigger in the space that it's allowed. You see it grow by about a foot. And Hasno looks up and he's like, no, 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 don't, don't disturb the circles. You'll set it loose. What happens if it's loose? You don't want to know. <laughs> okay, I still have a few minutes. So um, I like caress the side of the mouth again. And I'm like, tell me what you want to feed on. It's like spinning you. You have ruined the first circle, but um, you're dexterously avoiding the second as you like sit here, touching the edge of the teeth, uh, moving your hands along the now like throbbing intensely walls. And the creature says, life force, life death, I eat. You get, um, in this last one, it's more than just the words. You get like a feeling yourself. You feel hungry. You feel that little like candle of sexual desire light inside you. You feel everything that this creature is feeling, the desire for freedom, the like want to claw itself out of these circles. You also feel it's like unending desire to eat everything that is alive. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> okay. And Kimmy's still attached to me, right? Um, can I whisper into like, or no, everybody's been hearing what I'm hearing, right? Yes. Uh, it is impossible not to hear in here. If you have sex with this thing, it's like an instant orgy. Go on. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of what to do next. I'm like, because I tried to, like, lick slash kiss it, and that didn't work out. So. Okay, well, in this tense moment, it's about 8 p.m., so let's take our five-minute break and think about what we're going to ask the pulsing maw of death in a minute. <laughs> so I have another have shitty one. idea. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> See you in five. Hello, monsters. We are back, and we are in the throes of a serious situation. Evelyn, in lycanthrope form, is in the center of 15 summoning circles, trying to keep in this incredibly powerful eldritch being, which is a mouth. 
and it is the flesh of this plane, and it is the eyes, and it is the power behind the undead at Monsters University. So here we are on the edge of this maw. Evelyn, what are you up to? Um, I'm like, I guess laying on the floor next to the maw, just like stroking it. And I think I'm gonna ask, um, in a sexy voice, how do I pleasure you, my love? It like shudders as you say it and you feel the like movements of the floor trying to throw you into the mouth. And it says, dive in, feed me. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> It seems a very singularly focused creature. Damn it. Uh, Kimmy, do you have any ideas here? I mean, I, I could take the form of a really big, like, like jelly dildo and, like, like feed it the length of me, but, you know, I don't know. What if it I don't, swallows I don't, you? I don't think that's what it wants. Well, I mean, that would be ideal, <laughs> but... I mean, how, how do you think this thing's throat game is? <laughs> We're worried about the teeth. You, like, peek in and the rows of teeth are sort of, like, uh, undulating on the walls. I will say, if I go in there, I can't get torn up. You know, I would just reconstitute at the bottom. I don't think there is a bottom. Well, that's... that would be bad <laughs> Uh, I, I guess I could. It, though it does shudder, so I don't know. Are there any pillars in here? Yes, there are um, some kind of irregular-looking pillars in this room. Um, they're not like you know all in a line, like Roman columns or anything. They definitely look kind of misshapen, almost like connective tissue more than pillars. I got an idea. Okay. I'm going to let go of Bender and Evelyn, and I'm going to move to the pillar, and I'm going to squelch and squish my way around the pillar so that I am encompassing it, and then I'm going to jack off the pillar as if I were a big jelly flashlight. Okay. And I'm going to say, while I'm doing this, I'm going to say, Evelyn, ask him what it's hungry for. <laughs> See what it really wants. I think it wants souls. <laughs> Has no from the back of the room is like, oh, um, but the thing is, it doesn't actually eat the souls. Um, I mean, it just it spits them right back at the top. So. I still don't want to get eaten in that way. Oh, no, I totally understand that. You know, I'm out here on the outside of the 15th circle. Um, and you be careful. Please don't break the second one. I'm just gonna- I'm gonna draw an extra one on the outside, just to be sure. Hey, start asking it about- about Headmistress Taliba or something. I start, like, vibrating. Okay. <laughs> Kimmy, you are doing the most on this pillar. I'm- um, I'm working it. <laughs> like one of those little, uh, toys with the sparkles in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of those things. Yeah. Hey, what's up, uh, Twitch? You're scooting up and down it. 
That's right. Okay. Um, I do my best to like, like massage my paws into it. And then I ask it, um, what did Mistress Taliba ask you for? It um, is responding pretty intensely to Kimmy in this moment. And uh, you touching it seems to bring it like close to the edge. And it says, mm, Taliba, Taliba wanted life. Extension, more life. I understand. Wait, so it gave away life instead of taking life? That's crazy. Yeah, I grip real hard at the base of the pillar, and I'm like, Get going, Evelyn! <laughs> Wonder, oh, in this moment, what are you doing? I would be watching, probably <laughs> watching Kimmy, completely and totally not paying attention, just like, damn, yeah, get it. Okay, give me a fight roll. A 12. Okay, this is your first one below a 15. You're starting to feel really strange. Sort of sit down and you think maybe it's, oh, it's the hydrangea you ate earlier, or it's Kimmy's performance. You're like, you know, feeling a little lightheaded. All the blood rushing at yet. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly you're sitting down. You don't remember sitting down. Suddenly you are touching the flesh. You don't remember wanting to touch it, but suddenly you can hear what it's thinking, even when it's not vibrating the room with its thoughts. You can connect to it. You touch it and uh, give me one more fight roll. A 19. Okay. You're able to sort of control this feeling and channel it. And you touch the walls of this flesh room as it is in the throes of passion, um, touched by all of your friends. And you see it. You see it creating you. You see yourself moving through that pillar of light in the center. You can see the ghosts dancing from inside the pillar. You see it moving you up, up towards your bedroom. You're in your childhood bedroom. You're chained down you realize you were in here under a sheet left for dead chained to your bed and suddenly you're alive again and you're back in your memories now you're not in the thing's memories you're you you're bender and also that soul was you and you're just like Whoa. i'm spacing out right now Okay. Like step parent. What's that? Oh, this is weird. Is this thing like 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 a step parent? Because this is getting weird. I suppose it is your step parent, step creator. Okay, Chaz, Lily, is there anything you were doing in this moment? Um, probably, uh, watching what's going down with Lily in the mall and, uh, getting ready to assist any way possible if things start going bad. Okay. 
Let's move back to Evelyn and Kimmy, pleasuring the endless eternal hunger. So we're moving towards the climax. What is the plan, y'all? I think the plan is the climax. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should, like, ask for information about Taliba or something. We did, sort of. Um, you know, like secrets else? or something. Okay. How, can, um, how, so if, all right, so if the pyramid gave Taliba the power of everlasting life, what did Taliba give it? She's giving it sacrifices. So she's just lining up the bodies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she gave it this position at the school. Where it... Oh, good for her! That seems like a really good deal. Not bad, not bad. Not bad? <laughs> Shit, maybe we should try to get one of those deals for us. In chat, Violet said, I don't know what's going on, but it's amazing. I have no idea, because I don't know where we are, what's what hap what's happening, but Kimmy's jerking off something. <laughs> it's the Luxor. That hey, is I'm, all I know. It's the only information. I'm jerking off the the whole Luxor. <laughs> and it's enjoying it. It's moving. It's like, you know, you can I, feel the beam building. It's a living. <laughs> okay, y'all. No more moves. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna massage it a little bit harder. And say, um, tell me Taliba's greatest secret, my love. Okay, interesting, interesting. You feel it moving. You feel it uh, reaching its point. Uh, I don't know what I can say on Twitch, y'all. <laughs> it's really getting there. It's really going. <laughs> and at the moment where uh, you feel it like shudder and finish, uh, you see a soul pour out of its mouth. And for a second, you think it's Taliba. But no, it's another mummy. It looks kind of like Taliba. A sister? A relative? And suddenly you see it disappear, dissipate, and it turns into a shapeless figure, like the one that you saw move up above. The one that you were, Bender. And the floor comes to rest, finally. I'll have to change the music to something less tense. <laughs> the floor stops shaking. The maw relaxes. Evelyn, you stop spinning. <laughs> Another soul was ejected. And the being showed you a little secret of Taliba's. Everybody saw that, right? Not just me. Yes. Yeah. Like I don't want to. I don't want to like make this a thing. But like, did it look like Mistress Taliba? Yeah, it did. Well, not exactly like it, but pretty close. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a sister or a daughter or something. Hey, Luxor, who was it? <laughs> at this point, the Ma is at rest. You no longer have its attention. Evelyn's oh. bite has worn off. 
um, you stop jerking it off. <laughs> that deluxe or is in its refractory period. Yes. Is it snoring pleasantly? Well, it has just ejected a soul and gone to sleep. <laughs> it's asleep. It's asleep asleep? Yes, it was like, yes, yes, don't bother it. Uh, we, we really should get out of here. It doesn't like being bothered when it's grumpy. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like we know anything is going wrong 100% here. We should just leave. Well, I- I'd like that a lot. You know, and I'm sure Headmistress Talibo would like it too. I mean, the school's still running, and she wants to keep it running. And if you, you know, report this, then she'd have to go through the lawyers from hell. And you know how they are. You know, we'd be held up from classes for years. Um, and, you know, the school would probably have to close down. And what would I do if the school closed down? I, I don't have anywhere else to go. You can't do this to me. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yes, has no, your concerns are important too, and we hear you. What if we didn't do that, team? What if what if we just didn't leave, right? I have an idea. What if? What if Ilamina is down there, like in the mouth right now, with the Book of the Dead? Saying you want to go get it. I'm saying yeah, right now might be our only chance. I can propel down. I'll just leave a little slime trail hooked to the pillar. It'll never know I was in there. I, I could go like down there, check is... it out. I feel like this is like when we were in Taliba's office and you were like, I could totally do this. And then it didn't work out at all. <laughs> Look, I'm a little messed, nervous. I have messed up one time. I will admit that. Because I really feel like this is a one-night stand situation where we should, like, get up and go. (laughs) But there's there's so much mystery surrounding Headmistress Talipa. Like, this is our golden opportunity. Well, I mean, we can go talk to her, too. We got some good information for some more questions for her. I, look, you all know she does not like me very much. (laughs) Yes, but maybe we could, like, blackmail her or something with this information that she's, like, giving souls to this giant eldritch being. And like but how, but how do we stuff. prove it? We don't have is... to. Having the knowledge is proof. She could try to dispose of us. Yeah, I, I, I feel like if you're going to blackmail the headmistress of Monsters University, we should have some like tangible evidence. That way, she can't just kill us. Well, does anybody have like a phone or a camera? Maybe we could take pictures of this giant maw. Uh, ah, yeah. phones don't really work for me. I, don't, I haven't figured out why. I'm going to snap a selfie with the Eldritch Beams. <laughs> yeah. I think you all do have your phones. Right? Monsters use modern. If you have one. Or if you would take it deep into an underground evil lair. That's up to you. Yeah, I feel like I would. Um, I'm just... I just don't think you should go into the giant mouth. It's asleep. What is it going to do? It, plus, if I'm already down there, it can't chew me up. I'm already dead. I could go in. There you go, Bender. Wait, Bender. What if... I, and, and please forgive me if this is like a personal thing for you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not... Um, what if we just like toss one of your eyeballs down? Would you still be able to see? 
Oh yeah, totally. We could, put mean, your, like, we could put it like on a slime rope and like kind of lower it down and you just like just look oh, around. that's even better, yeah. I thought you meant just leave it down there. Yeah, no, we could I totally mean, ideally not. <laughs> I mean, you've only got two, so I feel like we should, you know, hold on to them. Alright, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. I'm gonna pop out an eye and offer it to Kitty. Alright, I'll put it on the end of a slime rope and, uh, you know, lasso it around and toss it in. Okay. You, uh, make it into the hole and you feel the slime drip moving down further and further. Kimmy, you let a little more slime go in. You let a little more slime go in. You let maybe half your slime go in. Are you going to keep going? Yeah, keep going. What do you see? Okay. Better anything? I'm running out of slime. From down in the <laughs> hole with your one eyeball, you see teeth, 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 teeth. And then about halfway through, when Kimmy's about halfway down, you see no more teeth. It's just flesh. You're going deeper. You're going deeper. You see bodies. And then you look again and you realize they're not bodies. They're moving in through each other. They're trapped on the inside of this creature's mouth. And you look around you. There's thousands. It reminds you of when you saw that vat of ghosts and souls trapped in the um, Malvinas. There's thousands on thousands on thousands of souls all trying to occupy the same little one foot space in the 6,000 foot square mouth. You can't even calculate the number of souls that must be inside this thing. You keep going. Kimmy's about 75% depleted. More souls. It does not stop. Like, as I go deeper, I'm just, like, saying that all out the entire time. Like, oh, bodies. Oh, flesh. Souls. More souls. Do you see a witch? Or, like, anyone who, like, maybe has a book? I don't think you're gonna find a book in here. <laughs> nah, it's more like the, the, you know, the ghostly fuck tank? It's like that. Sounds hot. Lots, lots of them, yeah. Okay, alright, I'm gonna start bringing you back up. Okay. Kimmy, can you give me a flight roll to see how good you do getting your slime back up? Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. It's not perfect, but you are still coming up. You catch on one of the teeth on your slime, and you realize, okay, okay, you're gonna slime the eyeball up all the way first pull it onto the inside of you and bring it back up to make sure that you don't lose that on the way. Smart. Yeah, that's important. Okay. You're sliming your way up. You're sliming your way up. You're about 75% uh, of the way back up. You got 25% more to go. Let's do one more roll. You can roll me a fight or a flight. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. You make it out without getting caught on any more of the teeth. And now you are all up at the top of this maw, which is seemingly inactive. Eh, good call not to fall down there. Doesn't yeah. it? Has no moves forward. 
okay, I'm gonna fix this salt circle now. Nobody talk to it, all right? Just for a minute. And he's like, fixing up the circle. What were you saying, Evelyn? Oh, I was gonna say, uh, when you're, like, sexually connected to a giant eldritch being, you kind of figure these things out. Also, I'm gonna slowly, like, pad over the circle, like, not trying to mess them up towards the door. <laughs> okay. Um, you move past the circle. It's no big deal in this moment. The whole room is not shaking and trying to pull you into it. Um, so you easily step around the circles. Has no turns around. He's like, okay. So what do we do now? I mean, I know I have to talk to you and tell them, but how do you talk to somebody like that? I have to get her a gift. It has to be something perfect. Well, you know, she likes uh, romantic novels. Let's start there, maybe. She does. Okay, I'm gonna need the best romantic novel ever written. Okay, here's what she likes. She likes magic creatures. She likes, um, oh, what does she like? And Hasno is like lost in thought, thinking about the last five little horny books that he saw her reading. It's a good start. Lily reads and writes poor, right? Oh yeah, actually Lily's really good at it. Oh, perfect. Oh, you have a little romantic poem. And he like reaches over and I'm gonna have him just pull one out of Lily's notebook because I know she's not able to chat right now. Um, Too busy writing more poems. He reads it and he's like, oh my God, this is so horny. She's gonna love it. Okay, okay, but I, I need you all to come with me. I know if I do it by myself, I'm gonna chicken out and I need to make sure that you do it, uh, that you make me do it. Otherwise, Gruntilla's gonna find out about all of this anyway, and... <sighs> they say if you're not prepared to keep a secret with someone else, you should kill them. But I don't think I could kill all of you. So I'm gonna need you to help me tell her. Um, sure, Hasna <laughs> will help you talk to... Uh, yes, good. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I smile widely at him with all of my werewolf teeth. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, this is a much better plan. I like this one better. Yes. I, I don't. I don't know. We could have had a like a Sarlacc pit fight, y'all. Like maybe we should like try that again. Has no. I swear to God, I'll kill you first. Oh yeah. Well, all get you and he squirts a little piece of water at you again some moisturized right now okay Whew, that was a rush okay come on everybody there you go. i gladly follow him out of the door <laughs> if if hasno gives professor gruntilda one of lily's poems would professor gruntilda get Enamored with Lily. Maybe. Lily's powers are strong. Um, but usually Lily's power, I think, depends on her reading it. Um, mm. So her power is like the little pumps that she's got in her eye. Okay. Okay. Or non-branded uh, music player. Right. The <laughs> uh, M-Pod. Yes. Monster Pod. Okay. 
Hasno is like reading it over and over and like mouthing the words to it as you're all walking to the elevator. He trips. He ruins one of the salt circles. It's one of the ones closer to the maw. The maw that you all thought was silent and not moving. The second that Hasno ruins one of the walls, the maw explodes and it moves two circles wider. Hasno's like, oh, come on, let's get out of here. Let's run. Let's fucking run. <laughs> let's scoot, y'all. Okay. Would anyone have been close to the mob when this happened? Um, I'm pretty sure I was by the door, so. <laughs> I, I would have been by it. Okay. Kimmy, can I have you roll one more roll? You can roll a fight to try and jump out of it or a flight to use your dexterity to move away. Twelve. A twelve. Okay. Kimmy, your slime is caught in one of the, the edge of the circles, and a piece of it like kind of disappears beneath you as it gets eaten into the maw and you slide a little ways in. Banana peel! <laughs> I'm gonna run and grab Kimmy. Okay, Kimmy, would you like to be grabbed? No. Fuck, I know I just said that, but now I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to pull Bender in with me. Uh, shit. Big moment in a slime's life right now. Big moment in a slime's life. I'm going to, I'm actually going to take that. I did not say banana peel. I'm just going to, I'm going to give like the Terminator thumbs up and get slurped in. Okay. <laughs> so Kimmy. Your uh, leg or the side of your cube slides in, and you were like, "No!" <laughs> and you fall into this sarlacc pit, and suddenly the walls shake. The room starts to move again. Hasan was like, "Let's get upstairs! Let's get upstairs!" Your friend is gone. We'll see her on the other side. Is it gonna spit spit her back out? Yeah, I'm like, what's? Oh. where's the other side? It's uh, up there, back at Monsters U, in the residence hall. Take us there. The... Okay, okay, let's go. <laughs> you all hop back in the elevator and you start moving up. Uh, Bender, can you roll me a, a fight or a flight? Your choice. A 23. As you touch the wall of the elevator, when you hop in, you push the little button, you feel that connection again to the elder brain. And it comes from your stomach, from that piece of brain in there. And you feel a little electric jolt that moves through your arm and touches the wall. And you can almost see what's happening inside of the brain right now. You see it crunching up the little jello pieces. You see it eating them. <laughs> you see them sliming all over and congealing back together, getting crunched again, and congealing back together. And then you can see the slime moving down, moving down, becoming one of the spirits. And then suddenly you feel the whole room pulse. You all make it to the top of the elevator. And just as you walk out into the main floor of the Luxor, you see the beam spits out a new figure. This one doesn't look particularly humanoid. It's a little square. 
<laughs> you run through the Luxor, and you all hop back into the Chasmobile made out of flesh, and you sit and feel the little squelch of blood moving and your butt cheeks <laughs> indenting into these horrible flesh seats. <laughs> and then you hop into the car and you drive as fast as you can back to the flesh uh, I don't know what to call it. The flesh uh, I, can't, I can't say the first three words that came into my head to describe this thing. The flesh portal. <laughs> Where you move back into the Monsters Universe world. You're spit out uh, onto the, the cold stone floor of this cross-shaped room with all of the murals that you came in at the beginning. Are you all just running for the exit? Is there anything else you want to do while you're in here? I'm just running for the exit, I think. Okay, so you move through the maze of doors. You see all the other ones, impossible, and then you run faster and faster. You know this hallway is long, and you know it makes no sense, and you have no idea where you are or how far you've come. And suddenly there it is, the door out of the basement, which I think you all left open so you can see a little light at the end of the tunnel. You're all running. Okay. In this moment, we're going to shift over to focus on Kimmy. You feel torn apart, reconstituted, torn apart, reconstituted, removed to the pieces of soul, of granular energy that are your slime. And then you are beamed through the beam. It happens for you in an instant. Suddenly, you're in the student lounge. You've been here a thousand times. You see Sarah sitting next to you. Hey, what's up, y'all? Oh, hey, Sarah. And you see, you look to the door and you see all of your friends sprinting in through the hallway. They run right past the student lounge. They move towards your dorm. Oh, hey, Kimmy's in here, y'all. Oh, right. <laughs> right, I guess they are looking for me. Right. Hey, yeah, I'm in here. Oh, yeah, they've been looking for you for like two hours. Really? Yeah, where were you? I feel like I, feel like I was maybe with them. I was the rest with them. of the group. Uh, it's been two hours of frantic searching. You've looked through every inch of Kimmy's room. You've wrapped P. Jared into this. You are searching. Kimmy has been gone for hours. And you're starting to get to the point where you are panicking. You're feeling like maybe you need to involve Headmistress Taliba, despite admitting all of this. Hasna is just like sitting in the corner of one of the hallways crying. And then suddenly, you hear Kimmy from the student lounge. Kimmy, you're, you're here. Oh, my God. Hey, what's up? What happened? Okay. Like, we saw you get sucked up. How do you feel? Yeah, I, well, I feel pretty good. I don't know. Like, last thing I remember, like, I was, I was, like, you know, squishing, squelching, Flowing, swimming, I guess. And then I was here with Sarah. You shimmy a little, Kimmy. Feels weird. You like move a little more easily than you used to. And you look down and you realize you're sitting inside the arm of the couch. Oh no, I think I soaked the couch again. Let me, uh, let me, you know, come out of the fibers. You try and touch it and get up, and your arm goes right into the couch. Oh, shit. I guess I drank too much last night. I'm a little watery. Let me 
Shrek in. Sarah comes up to you and she puts her little ghost hand on you. It feels very real. Oh, Sarah, you've been working on that touch. I can feel you. Yeah, this this one isn't me, Kimmy. Someone else want to tell her? Yeah, you're looking a little pale there, Kimmy. I'm 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 feeling a little pale. Brenda, did you do this? I mean, it's good. Nice work. Um, I I think you might be a ghost, Kimmy. I think that thing ate you, devoured you, and... Yeah. You seemed I, into it at the time. Yeah, I, I hope I hope it had a good time, too. <laughs> I hope it was good for, for the Luxor. Bender, you were in the Luxor for a few moments while Kimmy was being digested, and you know that it most definitely did. Tasty slime. So, well, we, uh, can we see through more than usual? Yeah, Kimmy, do you want to describe your new ghostly self? Yeah, all right. So, uh, so now instead of like a green jello jiggler cube, uh, Kimmy's more of like a, I don't know, more rounded edges. And it seems to like kind of flow down and then like come back at the top and flow again and uh, less viscous. <laughs> you definitely see through more of me. Wow. Been to a lot of, you know, undead support groups and whatever, but I've never seen a slime. She gives you a little jiggle. It's pretty, Wait. pretty cool. I'm an undead slime. It worked. Well, I yeah. might be the first ever undead slime. <gasps> when you and P. Jared bone, you're going to have money. <laughs> you know, he's, he's been so hydrating. He's been talking about like sell, selling a video. I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm kind of into it though. Oh, P. Jared's always an actor. <laughs> yeah, he is. Wait, where is P. Jared? I should probably tell him. You shoot him a little text and tell him to meet you in the student lounge. I Canonically, don't have a phone. Sarah sends him a little text for you. Thanks, Sarah. Chasworth, what were you saying? Uh, nothing. Okay, Brenda. You look pretty crazy. What's going on? You look like uh, you've been through a weird trip. Yeah, ate some interesting brains. May know a little bit more about a dead thing, but I don't know what I could say right now. Is the guy still there? Um, Hasno is in a Hasno. hallway, like, horribly crying. He's not paying much attention to you all right now. He thinks he's just murdered a student and is going to get fired. Um, I'm gonna go check up on the crying nymph out there. Okay, you come out and Hasno's like, Oh, Bender, you okay? Kimmy's okay. What? 
You found but her. Just, like point. Oh. Oh, but she's. She's okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. What are you? What are you gonna tell? What are you gonna tell Professor Gruntilda? I'm not gonna tell her anything. You should go tell her some things, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe I will. Right now. Um. Maybe when you're a little bit less teary, so she's oh. not alarmed, but. Okay, let me go get cleaned up, and then I'll, I'm gonna go do it right now. I'm gonna tell Professor Gruntilda how I feel, despite me being her assistant and being wildly appropriate. But I'm gonna do it. You know, they they write that in the romance novels, right? Yeah, there's way weirder things happening at this school. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kim, Kim Kimmy's a ghost. <laughs> Kimmy's a ghost. Okay, I'm gonna go. Glad everything's worked out. Go back to the group. You come back to the the uh, the study room, and I'm learning how to do cool, spooky ghost tricks. Sarah's teaching me tricks. Sarah's like facing her hand through stuff, and then trying to like uh, touch it also, and like show you the difference in feeling. I will say, taking a humanoid shape like this is a lot harder. It always comes out kind of like goopy. Uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'm like a, I'm like a slime monster now. <sighs> like a proper one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, you you find a little bit of your corpse and makes you makes you more powerful. I mean, you know, I, I got a little over here on uh, Benda's neck, you know. She makes me strong. That's it? I just have to get a little bit of my slime? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Try it. Maybe it's different. Hey, I probably have some of that stuff behind my eyes still. Like, pop it out and I, like, scoop out what I can. <laughs> is there, like, some old Kimmy slime in there? Oh, hell yeah, there is. You got it with <laughs> the eyeball slime. There you go, and just like toss it towards her. I catch it in my mouth, my ghost slime mouth. Okay, you catch the slime, and the slime hits your tongue, and the eyeball falls right through. Ah, uh, sorry, hit me, hit me square in the chest. Hold on. You're trying to pick it up. You can't connect. Not quite. Oh, help us a little bit. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing this on purpose, Bender. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Bender, you get a POV view of Kimmy really struggling to manipulate your eyeball. <laughs> can I <laughs> using some of that slime? Can I like kind of focus it? underneath the eyeball and like kind of lift it up like that yeah the little real pieces of slime of old kimmy that you can interact with can absolutely pick it up yeah hell yeah 
it's like holding an egg on a spoon. So yeah. Over to Bender. <laughs> okay, here you go. I'm gonna keep practicing. Sarah, you said there was a support group, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's it's tomorrow morning. I'll take you. You, know. you look like you need it. Yeah, I feel like I need it. Uh, okay, so you're gonna tell the school or your parents or what happens now? I don't know why uh, I entered the school as a ghost, but I guess yeah. it doesn't matter, huh? I don't know, do I have to, like, change my student status or something? I mean, you're still a monster, you're still a student. I should probably tell my family this. Oh, <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, families, am I right, Benda? I mean, they can't be. They can't be mad. I, I all I did was die, right? It's not my fault. It's not like I was in a flesh Luxor for my own amusement, and then, you know, entered a giant eldritch maw on my own. Bender was there. Bender was there. You all were there. See? This is going to be fine. I'm going to tell my family it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure. It'll be an interesting conversation, to say the least. But who you got to tell right now is P. Jared. Oh my god, P. Jared. As you're all talking about him, the man himself walks into the room. He's got Shakespearean costume on today. He's uh, working on a... Let's see. He's working on the play that shall not be named. Hey, boo. He, like, almost doesn't see you for a second when he walks in. He's like, oh, Kimmy. Yeah. Wow, you look, uh, you look different. You look incredible. You've been doing yeah. something else to your skin. Uh, well. Sarah's voice. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you see, that was kind of a joke because I am a ghost now. A slime ghost. PJ takes a solid 30 seconds of just his little wooden face not moving. And then he's like, that was a pun. You made a pun. I I did. I don't... I, I genuinely don't know how you're going to take this, so... Well, you did. Yeah, just a little bit. And you're okay? For the most part. And you're still... You're not going anywhere? No. I mean, uh, unless you want me to. No, no, no. Well, I mean, unless you take me with you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't care. He, like, sort of tentatively reaches out to touch you. I try and touch him. Okay. Uh, this is something that you've watched Bender and Sarah do quite a few times, where you sort of like reach inside P. Jared and you can feel on the inside muscles, tendons. You can manipulate. I mean, I've been inside P. Jared before. Yeah, this is a little more maybe intimate. You're in his wood instead of surrounding him. Sorry, I saw you taking the drink and I just I couldn't stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I, I, I try and, and do what I've seen them do and and 
put my hand inside P. Jared. P. Jared is like, oh, okay. Um, I'll be in your room, Kimmy. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll be. I'm right behind you. Okay. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> I'm gonna run to my room uh, through the walls. Okay. So your room is just to the right of the study room, and you look over and you slide through a wall, and you move through an ice golem's room. He's like, "Hey, knock!" And then you move through, and there's your room. You're in it. P. Jared is like hustling around. You hear him like bang, bang, bang on your door. I open it uh, in uh, my sexy robe, kind of. Okay. Can you yeah. give me a, a flight roll to open the door? Oh. I bet the ropes just piled at the bottom of my cube. Uh, Sixteen. Okay, you got it. P. Jared is like fumbling with something in his pocket and you can see he's got a couple of his attachments and he's like trying to pick which one and like stuff it in before you open the door. I'm just gonna like reach out, put the bit of slime on his back and like pull him in. Okay. And then the audience POV sees the door close and hears a weird screaming from inside. <laughs> All right, we're going to scoot back down to the student lounge with Bender, Sarah, Chaz, Lily, and Evelyn, although Lily's feeling quiet and tired. I sleep on the couch. Sarah is, like, uh, sitting halfway in, halfway on you, Bender, and she's like, okay, so tell me everything. You saw? What was it? It's kind of a giant gaping maw that creates a lot of dead and undead, and uh, Mistress Taliba might be feeding it a little bit, and have made a deal with it, and a lot of wow. it. So it made me, and you, and Kimmy now. And she like yeah, kind of. Oh, go ahead. Don't tell Taliba or anybody. They might try to like re-kill us. If we tell anybody, so yeah, that's kind of the secret. Okay, okay, well, what the fuck? Chaz, you too? Um, yeah, it might be related to my creation as well. Um, so, yeah, it's maybe the partial origins of the undead here. Wow, all right. Well, I guess we'll deal with that later. <laughs> <laughs> nice to know, though. Honestly, I'm not seeing why it's such a secret. Maybe we should uh, just get this out there. It's a great support for the school. Yeah, I mean, it's not against the law, I guess. It'd probably take a lot of agreements from the lawyers from hell, though. And it doesn't seem like they necessarily have to kill people. I mean, I was already dead, and a lot of us were when they seated us. It was yeah, all very true. sexual. A couple of us banged it. I didn't. But I'm, like, just pointing oh. at Evelyn. <laughs> wow. Evelyn, you banged my dad. Oh, Mom? <laughs> you banged my mom. You know, I'm into silver foxes. Uh, but really, it wasn't a banging as much as a quick rub and tug, you know? 
Eh, you know, it counts. Yeah. All right. Well, with this discussion of whether or not you actually banged an eldritch being, <laughs> I think that's where we will end tonight, everybody. Thank you for this very weird and fleshy episode. I got bored. You got bored. We could do that on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Okay, y'all. Does everyone want to introduce yourselves again and tell us where we can find you? Let's start over here with Dom. Hi, I'm Dominique Delirium. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Dom underscore Delirium, or you can go to my website, DominiqueDelirium.com. Okay, I'm... So, Ricky. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ricky. Rails. You can find me on Twitter and uh, other places. And then Jazzworth. Uh, hi, I'm Grobot Div. Uh, my name is my.com, and you can Google me. I was Bender. Cassie Cummings playing Kimmy the Ghost Slime Puddin' Pop. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cass Cummings X, but I'm no longer posting there. If you want the good new stuff, you got to go to Blue Sky, where I'm CassieCummings.bsky.social. You can also Google me uh, on the orange site. Oh, yeah. So trendy. On the Blue Sky. <laughs> and we also had Violet October, who sadly, oh, over here, wasn't able to play very much due to internet connectivity issues, but will be with us next time. I'm sure you can also Google her. And uh, her Twitch is HappyBerryXO, I believe. Okay, and I'm Jane Judge. I've been your Dungeon Master. I do this a lot uh, every other Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash Jane Judge. And alternate Tuesdays will be Magic the Gathering streams. So next Tuesday, we're going to be playing some nerd stuff. Maybe it'll be live. Maybe it won't. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay. Um, but if you want to watch this episode again, you can see it at twitch.tv slash suede collective uh, to support mutual aid. We restream this every Thursday after the episode airs. Um, so come and see us at 7 p.m. on Thursday on twitch.tv slash suede collective. Um, does anyone want to do a little suede plug? Sure. Uh, Suede Collective is a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, so if you donate, you can actually get your donations written off on taxes. It's cool as fuck. Um, we provide mutual aid grants, harm reduction supplies, contraceptives, all sorts of support to sex workers in need. Uh, and if you want to find out more, check us out on suedecollective.org. Awesome. This has been a fleshy episode of Monsters, and we will leave this terrible, horrible Underdark for next episode, I promise. It's going to get weird, and we're going to move to the skies, y'all. So I'll see you next week. <laughs>